right. It is May the 4th, a Star Wars day. And I thought it, we'd start off these trending topics with something you could talk about. You know, at the dinner table, you may not know this, but there is one line uttered in every single Star Wars movie. Is it May the Force be with you? It is. That could be, <laughs> but probably not, because it's this one. I have a bad feeling about this. I don't sense anything. I've got a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. I've got a bad feeling about this. Okay. Quiet. What? A very bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. There's an awful lot of moisture in here. I don't know. I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. I have a really bad feeling about this. I got a bad feeling about this. And, of course, those were all done in chronological order within universe, of the not, not in the order that the movies came out. Wow. That's incredible, Chris. <laughs> Thank you for getting that audio. No, but I do. I love, I love Star Wars. I think it's, it's one of those movies where you truly escape, which I think is one of the important parts of movie making that sometimes is missed these days. Um, let's talk about trying to escape a uh, family vacation, perhaps. Maybe want to skip Delta at this family from Orange County, I believe, were just kicked off a Delta Airlines flight. And then they, uh, of course, took to social media to talk about it. They were asked to give up the seat for the of their young child was using. And this happened on uh, April 23rd, I believe. So they were leaving Maui with two kids, age one and two, when they were approached by officials and asked, could you give up the seat you purchased for your older kid? So it's a little confusing because what happened is they had two kids and they didn't like the way that they had uh, flown there, which was with the baby uh, on their lap. So they decided to fly with the uh, send the other kid home early so that they could use his seat to put the baby on in a car seat. So they sleep comfortably. Yeah, me too. (laughs) It's not going to go well, Han. It's not going to go well. Yeah. And and so then the the uh, the plane was overbooked as uh, it seems to be almost every flight is now and they did the uh, they did the old uh, well we want to move someone and remove someone well eeny meeny miny mo we're gonna pick the one that's a baby and can fly on mommy or daddy's lap and then we can free up that seat for someone on standby yeah it didn't go so well but you know luckily and predictably someone had their iPhone rolling. But that, okay, but that's wrong. I, and I, I get paid, that it's wrong. I paid, I, really I paid for that seat. I understand, and that person yeah. left, and then now you don't want anyone there. So you want another passenger not to sit there the whole flight. I get that. I paid for the seat. I, and I understand right. that. I understand that. Okay, but, but, but if, if, you're, if, you're, if your stance is that he cannot be in that seat when the plane takes off. Okay, no, but, no, he cannot be in a seat at all because he's an infant And I get that. It was handled. handled wait, wait, he can't be here at all. No, in a seat. He can't, he can't occupy a seat because he's two years old, and that's FAA regulations. So, no, like one I said, ever, no one's ever told them, them how did we the get perfect, out here. I don't know, and that's what I'm and saying. And also, too, how did we get through security with two kids, two car seats, <laughs> go all the way through your, your gateway and, and through the gate, and, and, and then they come down and say that we have to get off this plane, and, and that's that's the seat you're talking about. So right, you're physically going to remove my... I'm my, not, not going to put that out of my hands now. I, I'm just letting you know from this point on, this plane will not go anywhere until you guys choose to. Now, you can stay here. We can all just chill here. That's what I was, I'm just trying to help you. This is all I can do. I'm, I'm only in my hands now. Trying, trying, so to help, uh, trying to help us would have been not overselling the flight and not trying to force us 
to, to get him out of that seat that I paid for and holding this whole plane up. I give up. She just said she gives up. Say, not have that standby come down and, and, and we could be on our way. So, I get that too. I wish it would. I so, wish it so why didn't that happen? Why, and why isn't that happening? I don't, I don't know. But as far as I know, they can no, he can no longer occupy that seat. So, like I said, this is, I'm just giving you what's left. So it's your choice. We can sit here for the next four hours if you want, five hours. Sit here until tomorrow, but this plane will not be. And so I told you guys, I wanted to give you guys a courtesy and introduce myself. And I get that. That's not how I love that, man. How's that giving us a courtesy? By the way, according to the airline's website, where they looked, it recommends purchasing an extra seat for a child. It's not cheap. We want you and your children to have the safest, most comfortable flight possible for kids under the age of two. We recommend you purchase a seat on the aircraft and use an approved child safety seat, which is what they did. And then they said, no, you have to have the child on the lap. Yep. By the way, Chris, yep. Delta's saying that it wasn't overbooked. The flight was not overbooked. They just so wanted to just why? throw someone on standby onto that seat. And how it all ended was they ended up deplaning because he said, okay, well, can I take the option of just putting the kid on my lap? We throw that uh, child seat into storage and we can uh, go on our merry way. And they said, no, that option is now off the table you and your family have to leave the plane. So wow. they ended up deplaning and flying back uh, and having to buy new tickets, which I'm sure are going to be uh, recouped down the road, but they had to buy new tickets to fly back the next day. It, that boggles my mind. I mean, they what, they didn't want other people on the flight saying, yeah, we feel for you. That's horrible. It feels like it every like, day. Out of sight, out of mind. Every day there is a story about... People getting bumped or people, uh, some some incident happening on a plane. And before, even before the doctor on the United flight, we had the conversation we were talking about with uh, Neil Crone, the comedian, yeah. ab- about his experience. And it's just since that day, there's been nonstop stories about people being bumped I off I think planes. we have to bring legislation in where you cannot overbook your flights. I don't know how we I, do that, but I, I mean, well, why can't we go back to the way it was where if you don't sell all the mm-hmm. seats, then there's some available on standby. I'd like to think that we wouldn't need legislation and well, the we airlines would just do. do it, but this is the way that they do their uh, their balance sheets. They say, we need to uh, fill every single flight and just like you're planning a party, you plan for certain people not to show up. So yeah, you're but they always flight. show up to my party, the ones <laughs> I don't want to. Well, that's because you got plenty of fun and tonics. It's true. Hey, Johnny Depp is apparently not as great of an actor as you think. Uh, According to his former managers, they're claiming that the star is fed his lines through an earpiece so he doesn't have to memorize scripts. They say that he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to employ a sound engineer that reads him lines on his film sets. Yeah, and he keeps them on retainer yearly. A lawyer for the movie star is responding, saying, you know what, this is psychobabble. Basically, guilty people respond like this when confronted with the detailed results of a nine-month legal and forensic investigation conducted by four firms. I guess he's suing them for uh, fraud, and now they're countersuing. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. However, I've never thought he was a great actor. He's interesting to look at. He's interesting to watch. He's definitely that. And you know what? If you're interesting to look at and someone's feeding your lines and you're pulling them off, I guess, hey. Well, what's the difference between being fed lines and reading a cue card? Well, 
nothing, but most people don't read cue cards mm-hmm. when they're on set. Well, generally not. But on, on a live show, like uh, on SNL, apparently the hosts are yeah, reading cue cards a lot. That's because they're writing and changing the script right up to the yes. uh, to the wire. Hey, this uh, Liam Neeson, who I mentioned earlier on, who's part of the Star Wars franchise, right? He is currently in Vancouver forming a movie. At fi- forming a movie. He's filming a movie. Filming a movie. I, Sorry about that. I have dyslexic and I'm not even. Re- I have dyslexia. I'm not even I reading it. I have a bad feeling Me about too. this. Holy crap! I should just give it up right now. But anyways, he's in Vancouver, and uh, a manager of a big star sandwich company hears that he's in there filming a movie called Hard Powder, and I guess they're big Liam Neeson fans. So they write on the sandwich chalkboard outside: "Liam Neeson eats here for free." And then they took a photo and they Instagrammed it. And lo and behold, 6.30 that night, they're shocked. Ding, ding, door opens. In comes Liam Neeson. Where's my free sandwich? Is what he yells out. 